Welcome back to Rad Dads, a podcast where I, Micah Sherman, interview some of the coolest dads I know who have a big heart for their families and an even bigger love for Jesus. Today's episode, I'm interviewing a dad who has served faithfully as a junior high pastor for 25 years. Our verse of the episode is brought to you by Psalm 23, 1-3. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. Grab your coffee. Let's get started. Welcome back to Rad Dads. This is your host, Micah Sherman, and it is episode nine today. Um, Hard to believe that we're almost at 10 interviews. And uh, currently, I am at Calvary Church of Santa Ana, um, which is where um, I grew up going to church and school. And uh, today, we have a very special interview. Um, Get to interview, actually, my old junior high youth pastor, um, who not only was my junior high youth, youth pastor when I was a kid, but also has continued to be for a number of years, and we'll get into that. So, Josh Simpson, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Micah. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> so, Josh, I um, in the, in uh, in Rad Dads, we do a scouting report. So, I get to kind of just introduce you. I get to brag about you, and yeah, introduce you to those oh, who are man. listening. Very, and then very you, exciting. You can always confirm or deny any of the information <laughs> if it's true or false. Perfect. Um, so, uh, Josh is the junior high slash middle school pastor at at Calvary grades six through eight. Correct. That, correct. that is correct. All right. Um, I'm going to give your um, actual like education um, that's listed on, on the Calvary website. Because oh, wow. when do you ever get to brag about your, 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 your degree or anything? So you went to Biola University, bachelor's in communications. Correct. Minor in Bible and Christian education. You went to Talbot um, Seminary, master's in Christian education with emphasis in youth. That is absolutely correct. Yes. <laughs> All right. Feels like a long time ago, though. That was I know. graduated in 2005. 2005. Um, and uh, uh, the reason why I wanted to interview you, Josh, is so this, this podcast is called Rad Dads. Um, you currently do not have any biological kids. However, you have been a spiritual father, uncle, brother to junior high kids over how many years? 25 years. 25 years. And that is incredible to me, including myself. Yes. I was in your junior high ministry. That is crazy. Yes. And 25 years of serving faithfully. And I just thought, man, how, what a privilege to just like get to chat with you and ask you some good questions um, that I'm sure many parents have um, or will have. Um, that you can maybe just shed some light on in, in your experience. Yeah, I would love to be a help as much as possible. Cool. Um, and before we get there, I got to chat with some some friends, some coworkers of yours, and some some uh, friends of mine that were also in your youth group. Oh man! And just ask them what they love about you. Oh god! So here it comes. All right. So some qualities that people like about you is your hospitality, very hospitable, organized, stylish, and personable. Nice. All right. Others have said you're a great teammate and very humble. Um, I, um, as I think about my experience in junior high with you, unfortunately, it wasn't any sermons that I remember. Um, so maybe that gives you a little pressure off anytime you give a sermon. Yeah, that's usually the way it goes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> through junior high, right? 
Um, but um, really just, you know, you always made me feel uh, seen and, and just so much cooler than I ever felt as a junior higher. Cause you know, junior hires, they, they just, they don't feel comfortable in their own skin. Yeah. And you're incredible at seeing junior hires and just making them feel yeah, seen and heard and loved oh, um, from you. my experience. I appreciate that. But we're not done. Oh, I'm going to keep going. I was with uh, another friend that you know, Daniel Haro. We were at the beach the other day and I got to ask him um, what he loves about you. And he kind of mentioned a similar thing. Fantastic at making those who are uncomfortable feeling comfortable. Mm. Um, another guy, wonderful encourager. Always have had a great attitude and always seems excited to see us, uh, even though we are menaces at some times. <laughs> I was a, a buddy of mine that we were in junior high together. Um, and then another guy, uh, uh, Tommy Argo mentioned, uh, just you were there in a, in a hard time of life in junior high um, where, you know, there's bullying and things like that. And you, you were just a, a huge help in that time in middle school um, and, uh, you know, always friendly to the newcomers. Mm. Um so you've impacted hundreds of lives, yeah, man. That's super special. Thanks. So for I don't know if that. anybody gets to do this for you, but I wanted to honor you in that way, man, that you have affected hundreds, if not thousands of lives wow. uh, for the kingdom. And uh, and so I just wanted to thank you on you. On you yeah. Know? I wasn't yeah. expecting that. So yeah. what an encouragement. Good rain down the love, man. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. Um, so we've made it past our part. Yes. We're going to move on to the interview. Let's now. move forward. Okay. So... Um, getting into junior hires, um, what do you most enjoy, uh, most about working with, with junior high students? Yeah, I, well, they're super fun. I mean, mm -hmm. I feel like it's such a unique age where they're not like just little kids anymore where, mm -hmm. you know, they're, that you're afraid they're going to scratch their knee or something. And then they're also not full, like high school students that can beat me up. Uh, yeah. They're kind of in that sweet spot of of transition. And I think not only like physically, but I think spiritually, emotionally, mm -hmm. like they're still young where they, they want to be connected with the right. leaders. They want to spend time with, with me and my crew. Um, but they're also independent and they are learning how to make their own choices. It's not just, Oh, my parents believe this, therefore I believe this, or right. my parents dress me and therefore I wear, this. you know, it's like yeah. they're, they're making their own choices, everything from clothing to their favorite restaurants to, mm. um, what their view of God is. Right, right. And so I just love that kind of unique spot, you know, yeah. like they're, they're still young, but they're, they're kind of getting older. Right. Totally. And they're, I, I teach junior hires too. And I always have funny stories. Mm -hmm. There's so many good junior high funny yeah. story moments that I, I, I love teaching them. Yeah. They're so fun. Yeah. And then like, I mean, like you mentioned earlier, I, I really have a passion for long-term ministry and the fact that I get to meet these students when they're mm -hmm. sixth grade, um, I feel like that just, I feel like I'm still their pastor mm. as they go into high school, as they go into yeah. college, as they become young adults. And I mean, it's possible. I try to maintain friendships totally. with as many as I can. And yeah, and I, I love that yeah. as well. And then actually another friend of mine mentioned that the thing he most appreciated you about you was that was that you were still friends. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and he's, he's my age now. Yeah. Um, and, and not a lot of not a lot. There's not a lot of friendships like that. Yeah. Um, where the, that continued friendship and faithfulness. So thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. That means a lot. Yeah. It's definitely exciting to work with middle schoolers. I think for those reasons. Yeah. Yeah. And it is that special gap too, of like, they're starting to ask questions and, and wanting to kind of make their faith their own and maybe starting to step out of their parents' faith and into their own. And um, it's, a, it's important. Yeah. It's an important season. It's a life. huge 
huge impacting season. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, and what have you noticed? Uh, junior hires, you feel like they need or crave um, most kind of from their parents, their grandparents, kind of whoever's at home um, that you've observed. Yeah, I think I think students are longing to get the attention that they need. And, mm-hmm. and middle school is a time of independence where, hey, I want to do this on my own and mm-hmm. I want to be in my room. So don't bother me. But so there's like mm-hmm. that aspect, but I think they really want the attention and feedback from their parents. Mm-hmm. And I think, or whoever's raising them or whoever's yeah. around, like, I think they want to be seen. They want to be noticed. Um, they, they do want, they long for that independence, but they All also right. want feedback, I think. And, mm-hmm. and like, even when it comes to say like punishments or something is if, if you're a parent that just sits back and not engaging with your students, right. which might right. involve a punishment mm-hmm. or discipline, I think they, they're looking for that, you know, mm. and I think they're looking for, you know, parents to come alongside them. And even if they don't want to share everything that's going on right. in their lives, I just feel like they really do want to still have that parent that cares for them, that sees mm. them, that is pouring into them. It's right. just maybe different than when they were little kids. Right, right, right. Um, but I don't think they're ready for that relationship to end. Hmm. Um, I think they really do want to connect. So I'd say like as a parent or coach or whatever you are you know a grandparent yeah. like lean into your right. your, your kids because um, i think they want you there even if they might sure yeah push back a little bit i mm-hmm. think they're still really longing for that yeah so i don't know and it's probably different for each student sure. but yeah i just something like that that need for attention and to know that someone mm-hmm. loves them regardless of how right. many mistakes they made totally or how bad they do on their math test you know mm-hmm. they need to know that they have yeah, people in their right, corner right. That's super helpful is I feel like as a junior high parent, you're, you're probably questioning that. Like they don't seem like they want me, but like just being faithfully, you know, being a faithful presence in their life regardless. Yeah. And I think taking advantage of the times that they are with you, like when you're that taxi driver as a parent, right? Yeah. Say, Hey, tell me about school. Tell me about your friends. Tell me about Hmm. sports or whatever. And yeah, they want to go to the movies by themselves. They want to do things on their own, but you still have a lot of great impact on them. I mean, we talk about a lot that parents are primary. Right. Um, I think that means the primary influence on your kid. I mean, yeah. everything from spiritual things to, yeah. you know, like, I don't know, just anything in life, yeah. you are the one that's going to impact them the mm. most. So I think lean into that. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Lean into it. Totally. Yeah. I think, I think, I think about you, I think about another friend of ours who was a small group leader for a long time. His name's Matt Hempel. Shout out to Matt. Mm-hmm. Just of people that have been faithful, have faithfully continued in youth group yeah. uh, as a leader. Um, I remember helping him out and it was a high school ministry and he was a high school like senior leader and he'd been with these kids since sixth grade. Yeah. And, and they were the biggest group too. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of this special moment of like, it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily anything he said, but like he was faithful in, in serving and being present in their yeah. life. And I think that goes to show with parents too. Like you don't have a choice. Like yeah. you're there. So also be like pursuing them emotionally and spiritually. And yeah, you're their biggest fan. So right. support them do that. Mm-hmm. Like show up at a game and be yeah. their big cheerleader. So, yeah. 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 Be there. I like it. Um, my wife gave this question, which I think was great. Um, how do you get junior hires to talk? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that can be really hard and it probably depends. Like I probably have, polar opposites. See, well, really. There's like 
there's some girls that you can't right. get it's to both be quiet, the and then there's some boys that you can't get any words, mm-hmm. and like that's yeah. it's all mixed in there. Like, mm-hmm. um, so I this is something I love doing is I love I love youth group, but I also just love connecting with students in a smaller mm-hmm. atmosphere. Yeah, um, at camp at Hume Lake, we do something called one on ones, and you know it's a safe place with a lot of people around, so I can meet with a student and go get a milkshake mm-hmm. and then talk. Um, so going back to that. I think having some type of food item or a yeah, drink <laughs> or something is so helpful. Um, I even like look at scripture and I just feel like a lot of the time Jesus interacted with people. Totally, yeah. There's often some type of food involved. He's always eating with people. Yeah. Like I think there's something about maybe having a full belly mm. or just something about interacting with people and then having food. Um, totally. I, so I, whenever I meet with a student, whether it's at camp or locally, yeah. I'll say, Hey, can we meet up? And I'll bring you in and out or I'll, yeah. you know, like, let's go grab a bagel or, you know, yeah. if they want like a smoothie or something. Because mm-hmm. I just feel like having that food item helps. And yeah. then number two, I think playing games. Um, mm. I'm a g- big like game player. Like, yeah. so I always have a deck of cards on me. And so I usually start with that. Like, let's get mm. some bagels. Let's play a card game. Yeah. And it kind of takes away some of that tension and the awkwardness right, right. of like, Oh, I'm sitting with this person I don't know very yeah. well. Um, and then to be honest, I just start asking really basic questions. I'm like, so tell me about your family. And I'm yeah. trying to get them to paint this picture so I can see what their life is like yeah, at home. Right. Um, what does your dad do for work? Or mm-hmm. how many siblings do you have? Mm-hmm. Who's more strict, mom or dad? You know, like right, right. I try to ask all these questions. And then obviously, like, what are you passionate about? Like, if you could be yeah. anywhere, where would you go? Cool. Um, you know, are you artsy? Are you sporty are you you know like trying to like make them feel excited about what they're doing mm-hmm. and then i want to lean into that and then ask some more follow-up questions cool so i think that's like initially just right asking a ton of questions um and then it often leads to deeper things right. where they'll start sharing things about struggles they have at school mm-hmm. or frustrations with their family or yeah. um just like little things start to come out and yeah. I think it's really cool. And even when a student's resistant to meet with me, right. more often than not, I think they want to keep doing it or mm-hmm. meet up again. Yeah. Um, and while they get some free food right. and yeah, they, uh, play anything. a game. Um, I just, I think those are some really key things. Cool. Yeah. If kids are really hard to talk to, I'll so do the, like, I'll just give them two options. They have to choose like pancakes or waffles. Right. Yeah, and they yeah. have to choose. And Super then, simple. <laughs> and then they, and then they'll ask me one and we'll go back and forth. And yeah, but it's just, it's the ball rolling. I think totally. comfortability, I think is huge. Yeah. And so I try to fill in that gap right. with some food and some good games and some good questions. There you go. It, and it's funny because I feel like that's not just kids. I think that's just, a, that's adults too. Yeah. <laughs> like you get, you get us food and, or you get us watching something or, yeah. playing a game and then everybody starts getting a little lighter and, and feeling like they can open up. Yeah. Cause like that one, like interrogation type vibe yeah. is just not comfortable. Yeah, like, right, right. Okay. We're going to sit down at this table and I'm going to stare mm-hmm. at you and ask you questions that that's not right. conducive to a good conversation. Sure. Yeah. Um, and again, I would look at Jesus and just eating with people at their homes or mm-hmm. walking through some field and pointing things out. You know, like right, I just feel like right. those are like the times where mm-hmm. I don't know real life happens and yeah. you get some good genuine answers. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I really try to encourage students to be real and not fake. I don't want to hear the fake answer. Sure. I want to, I want to know how life is, you know? Yeah. yeah. So 
um, yeah, sometimes it goes better than others, but right. yeah. Um, and I guess after this many years, I feel like I'm starting to perfect sure, yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. the You've art seen of what, asking what's questions. worked and what's not worked. Yeah. So. <laughs> cool. That's really helpful. Um, all right, let's move on. Uh, what have you seen that junior hires, um, struggle most with in kind of our current culture? And, and would you say that it's the same old things, um, when you started this position or do you feel like it's different? Great question. I'm under the belief that it is very similar. Like, I don't think a lot has changed. Um, Ecclesiastes one nine says, you know, like, um, there's nothing new under the sun. Just, I think there's a lot of the same struggles that kids experience, whether, you know, they're middle school or high school yeah. or whatever. So I, I think they're feeling the same insecurities, the same questions about, mm -hmm. am I valuable? Um, do, do people like me? Am I, right, right. am I, am I cared for? Am I seen? I'm, I don't think that changes a whole lot. Yeah. However, there's a lot of things that have changed in our culture and in sure. our world that pour into that and impact right. that. I, I think the basic yeah, no, totally. issues are the same. Like, mm -hmm. um, yeah, like I said, insecurities and stuff. But now with technology, um, right. kids, a big one. these kids were raised with social media, internet, yeah. phones, that kind of thing, where I wasn't. And yeah. um, obviously, it's a huge part of my life now. But I think that was almost like a second parent or babysitter for them is yeah, to have influence. Yeah, right. this. Um, and it's just, everything's at their fingertips information wise. And it's, it's a big distraction yeah, <laughs> in yeah. some ways. I mean, I love, I'm going to be honest. I love technology. Yeah. My cell phone is so helpful. Um, but it can be a distraction where right. even as an adult, I find myself like, Oh, I got to check my email or my Instagram yeah. or my texts and I'm not really present. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think middle schoolers struggle with that yeah. and their attention span is maybe different than it was. That's an interesting thought. Yeah. 25 years ago. Right. Um, what yeah. else? Um, I think kids seem busier to me. Hmm. I feel like youth group is an option of many options. Church right. on Sunday is right. an option of many options. Hmm. Um, they have sports, which is awesome, but they're part of club teams and travel right. teams and school teams. And so not do they have one practice you know, a day, they'll have right, two practices right. and then special training. Mm. Um, so I've noticed that. Um, and yeah, like there's just things that felt like the norm aren't the norm anymore. Even school, um, there's a lot of options. You can, you know, like it felt like it was, there's private school, there's homeschool, there's online mm. school, there's all those different options, different right? options and those that are kind of like hybrids of those. Um, and so like you just expect most of your students go to the local public school or yeah. to a local Christian school, but it just feels like they're all over. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of different experiences and educationally. Yeah. So it just feels like there's more options, which is a huge blessing, but mm -hmm. I just, it creates different challenges of kids connecting. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, and then obviously like we went through a weird season with COVID stuff mm -hmm. and again, I think kids are pretty much the same, but yeah, there's probably, lack of development because they were shut up in their home yeah, for right. for a good chunk of time. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I like that you said just the same questions are still happening. Yeah. They're still questioning their worth, their value, their friends, like that hasn't changed. And, and I think that 
really kind of starts to happen like right at this age is like starting to actually think about those things yeah um yeah middle school is unique you know and that's where you'll have this childhood friend that you've been best friends with forever and then all of a right. sudden they're not hanging out with you because mm -hmm. they don't think you're cool enough or they found this other group and i think it really can impact and ask make you ask those questions am i valuable am i loved yeah am i seen um and so yeah but i do feel like that's just an ongoing thing but there's a lot of influencers on that hmm. i'd say like family has changed a bit too uh where it felt like when i was growing up most people had two parents at home and mm -hmm. some siblings and a dog you know sure and not that every that wasn't all the cases but it feels like there's a lot more variety mm. now and um i wouldn't say like they're broken homes but they're just different types yeah. of homes with right. maybe a single parent or um uh, two different you know like yeah, blended family, blended families yeah. or mm -hmm. maybe you're being raised by grandparents or totally, yeah. um so there's like a whole bunch of yeah. scenarios which um aren't necessarily bad but it's just different yeah and i think that can add challenges as well yeah um even like consistency like some kids can only come to youth group every other week because right. they're mm -hmm. with mom or with dad yeah um but so yeah. i like to go back to your original question i think there's a lot of new things in our world and culture that are impacting students mm -hmm. but overall i think we all have the same struggles we've had since the beginning of time right um yeah i look at a lot of stories of jesus interacting with people and it, if you look and kind of read into those stories mm -hmm. it's like yeah, people want to be seen people want to be yeah. heard they feel ashamed and they need to know that they're loved and right jesus was the best at that you right, know caring right, for yeah. people um, yeah so when i loved like my experience with you guys for were junior high because despite the differences like you came to youth group you had a lot of fun and you, you, and you, again, you had different experience, different background, but like you came and you got to have a lot of fun and, and learn about Jesus and, and then go on some cool events and trips together, which those I feel like were so, um, helpful in making friends. Like that's where friendship started. It was at, you know, the summer camps and yeah. the winter camps that you guys do such a good job at. Um, yeah. 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 I appreciate that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, I'm sure every junior high parent, um, is going through <laughs> the, man, how do I talk about purity and sex and when do I bring that up? And, you know, and then you have like church and, and school and who talks about it with, with them. And so uh, I'm sure in, in the 25 years that you guys have um, been, been working with junior hires, like. You guys have had you've had talks about that sermons about that how have you guys kind of gone about um chatting um about purity in your guys youth group yeah well like i said earlier i think parents are primary i i think parents do have a huge role in impacting their students and teaching them about purity and as a church as a youth group we want to come alongside totally parents and use the bible as a guide mm -hmm. for uh, making pure and wise choices, um, but we really want to support parents. And uh, so communication is something that I really want to do is we, mm. we do a series every year in February where we do, we used to call it like love, sex and dating. Yeah. Now we call it like relationship goals okay. and you know, like, cool, yeah. Um, so it's morphed over the years, but we really want to keep parents in the loop. Totally. Some students are ready to talk about right. some pretty deep things. Other kids are pretty, totally. uh, 
<laughs> not aware of yeah. what's happening. Well, you have like the puberty thing where like some are haven't started puberty, some are like already men and women. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like some students are like, hey, I want to date and I right. love this. I see this other person. I want to go for them and like whatever, like date them. And some kids are like, I girls are gross and stay away right, from right. me. You know, like yeah. cooties. And, big, big spectrum. <laughs> um, but I, I do see value in talking about it. Um, but we do our best to be sensitive to parents and mm. students. Um, so what, like I said, we do a series every February called right now it's called like relationship goals. Mm -hmm. Sundays we'll talk about relationships with family, friends, um, parents, authority figures, because mm -hmm. those are important relationships. Yeah. On Wednesday nights, we start to talk about what does it look like to respect the opposite sex? What was it? Mm. What does it look like to treat someone with respect? Um, what does it look like to honor God in our desire for dating? Mm. Um, you know, a lot of it is like, oh, what do I get out of it? Totally, yeah. um, or like, I want attention or I want the most beautiful or attractive person. Mm -hmm. But we really try to adjust their point of view to say, how yeah. can I love someone and care for them? Well, mm -hmm. how can I put someone above myself? Yeah. Um, and you know, like I said, like middle school relationships, the, the likelihood of it really going anywhere sure, yeah. is not high. I'm not necessarily opposed to kids dating and stuff. Right. Pending. But they're going to date regardless. Yeah. And it's parents <laughs> approval. Like I'm not, right. I don't encourage it. I also don't yeah. say it's evil or anything. Yeah. So I don't think that. Um, but then like, so we do that. We kind of like gradually go through mm. and then we talk about like, what does the Bible talk about marriage? What does the Bible say about this? And sure. we try to really point back to scripture. Unfortunately, scripture doesn't always specifically talk about dating or something, right, right, yeah. but there's a lot of really helpful verses and passages that can help you like okay well what's my motivation um, right. what's my desire and am i honoring god with right, those things right, right. uh yeah what do, what do you feel like you said like you know you're you're always kind of defaulting the, to the parents and like being in communication with them what does that kind of look like with like keeping the parents in the loop and like that kind of relationship, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we do a weekly email uh, to parents, cool. but in addition to that, I'll write a special email that's really just focused on this series. Yeah. We try to go through an outline of what we're going to cover each night. Mm -hmm. So parents can be like, oh yeah, I think this is a good topic for mm -hmm. my kid to hear, but this one feels a little sure, more advanced. Yeah. We just don't want to like expose Blind, blindside them. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like we're teaching them things or using words that are offensive, but a lot of the students have questions and sometimes they'll blurt something out and we're like, Oh, that was a, right. That right, was yeah. a very, junior hires. That's a yeah. Almost inappropriate question. Yeah. I'm blushing. Right. Um, yeah. So, so going with that too, we also break off in groups because mm. we also find that like a sixth grade boy is going to have a different question than an eighth grade girl. Sure. So we'll do like, okay, we're going to do so six cool. different groups, sixth grade boys go over here with these leaders. Mm. Um, and so, you know, we'll have like, what is that? Like six groups spread around our wow. youth or campus yeah so they can go through some questions and then totally. hopefully feel it's like a safe place to ask right, right, questions right, right. and yeah. like well how do you know when the right time to date is totally. that's a great question let's dig into that mm -hmm. or um and the eighth grade boys are struggling with pornography right. or whatever else they totally. might be struggling with and so we really try to give them some um good advice and yeah. come alongside them and talk about forgiveness and grace mm -hmm. um but also just like God's desire for us to be pure. Mm. Um, yeah. And we do everything from like those small groups. We'll do panels where I'll have like, I would love to get, you know, like some older married couples to like sure. some younger leaders that are dating right. to like yeah, a new yeah. married couple and 
talk about their experience and talk about what dating and marriage looks like for them and occasionally some of the mistakes that they made. Sure. Um, so something that I'm like passionate about too is just not making general statements. Like everybody struggles with this. Right. Um, right. So I just know that like, I think I was younger too. And I'm like, oh, I don't struggle with that. What's wrong yeah, with I, me? I, I can relate with that. I give that brings me back to. Yeah. So I, I really like my leaders. Like we can say, yeah, a lot of guys might right. struggle with this, which is true, but not every kid right. is struggling with that or, um, or, you know, mm. like it's just the whole, the whole spectrum. Like, right. Um, but I really want it to be a safe place where students feel like they can be heard. And totally. especially in our culture now where there's a lot of, um, whether it's same sex or, you know, different agendas that they're hearing from totally, yeah. our culture. And I don't want a kid to walk away feeling excluded or that they're a weirdo. Hmm. Um, my hope is that they can experience the love of Jesus yeah. and maybe feel safe talking about their right, experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But that's a hard one. I mean, I know. Yeah. Well, like, uh, yeah. And I think creating that safe space because the reality is they have questions. Yeah. But w- do they have a place that they can ask those questions? Hopefully it's at home, but yeah. it might not be, or, or maybe it starts in youth group and then you're able to chat with parents and assist with those conversations. But those questions are happening, yeah. you know? So, yeah. And we always do a push towards purity at the end. And it doesn't mean like, we also like God has so much grace because some right. kids maybe have already made poor choices or mm-hmm. taken steps that um, is different from what we're teaching. So we talk about right grace we talk about forgiveness um but we do talk about like purity and um just like this is god has a great plan for you right. uh jesus talks about you know i've come to give you life and life to the full sure. we want our kids to have a full life and i think we get that by following jesus and what he he says is right for us totally um but it, it's a it's a hard topic and yeah totally um <laughs> so i'm i'm thankful that i get to have a role in it but i'm also thankful mm-hmm. i don't <laughs> that I have to deal with it all the time. Right. It's a lot. No, totally. And I think that, you know, being able to develop a healthy view of um, purity and sexuality um, in in a safe space that is full of grace and full of forgiveness, like, man, is such a gift um, to have as a junior hire and to have, I think about as a parent, like, there's other leaders I can kind of trust in that my kid may or may not want to talk at all about this with me, but you know, there is some leaders I know and trust at at this church or whatnot that I can uh, kind of partner with to love these kids as best as we can through junior high. Yeah. Basically I would just encourage parents to reach out to youth pastors, youth workers, because we're all in this together. Let's come alongside each other and just to help answer questions and, you know, like, and, to support each other in prayer and mm-hmm. raising kids. Right. Yeah. And I, you know, that's kind of been like the part of a, the dream of like this podcast is letting dads and, and parents and, and others know that they're not by themselves and other families are going through other stuff too. And, and there is, there is, there's other resources out there and, sure. and a lot of great churches and ministries out there that they can plug into and kind of develop that team. Cause it, you know, takes a village to raise a kid, right? I, yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, so next question, you're doing great. Plowing through. Ooh, um, if you could give a, a seminar, you know, message to all of the parents of your junior high kids, what would the topic be on? Uh, something 
that I'm passionate about is just connecting. Uh, I want to see students connect. Um, our middle school group here at Calvary Church is called The Spot. And I call it that because this is the spot where middle schoolers connect. This is the spot where they belong. Mm. We really want that to be something that's on the forefront of our minds because I think that's just we're middle schoolers and just me personally, yeah. like we want to, I want to connect. I need yeah. connection in my life. Right. Um, and so we want to create a safe place for middle schoolers to connect. So that's definitely something that's on the forefront of my mind. Mm. Uh, and I feel like that's what we work towards. It's kind of like my, my passion, my mission cool. statement is to really help students connect. Um, mm -hmm. And especially as a middle schooler, that is so important um, as they're developing as a young human being is right. to have connection, yeah. um, especially outside of the home. I mm -hmm. think middle schoolers need to have, they need to start developing great peer relationships, but also healthy yeah. relationships with um, other adults in their lives. Ooh, you yeah. know, that might be a coach or a teacher right. or a youth group leader. Mm -hmm. um, but I really want to see that. And the bummer part is though, I know there's so many kids that are on the fringe that are sure feel ignored or they don't belong. And I really want to reach out to them and yeah. I want to see them get connected. I don't know. Do you know my story of middle school, like growing up? I don't think so. No. So I grew up going here to Calvary Church. I okay. grew up in a city nearby called Villa Park. Um, great family. We went to church here, um, but I never really like connected hmm. here. Um, Ironically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like um, we came a few times a month and not on midweek. And so I right. just feel like I struggled to make connections my parents sent me to camp twice in elementary school i cried both times oh. <laughs> and sat on the bus with my leader yeah um and then um by the time middle school came i just kind of refused to go to youth group i went twice mm. sat in the back crossed my arms um just felt uncomfortable mm. and so i'd say i'll sit with my parents in the main service right hopefully get a donut um yeah. but it wasn't until high school that i made some really solid connections and people oh, like Jeff Biddle was the high school pastor mm. my senior year, but um, Juliana Wetterholm, Tim Nellis, hmm. Megan uh, Wallace, like all these yeah. people really jumped in and started loving me and caring right. for me. And it changed my perspective of church and it changed my perspective wow. of Jesus. Um, I think for the first time I felt like truly loved outside of my family, mm. um, truly seen outside of my family. Um, wow. These people really embraced me and, so then after that, God opened up opportunities for me to start serving in middle school ministry mm. and just like, man, that how ironic is it? This is the group that I didn't want to be a totally. part of at Calvary Church. And yet I feel like God knew all along that this is where he wanted me. And wow. I think I have a really sensitive heart towards kids on the fringe sure. because that was me. Right. And it wasn't like the youth pastor was bad or did anything wrong. And it wasn't like I as a kid was wrong or bad, mm -hmm. but something was disconnected you know like yeah, yeah and so i am seeking those kids that are on the fringe and i want to yeah grab a hold of them kind of like when jesus saw zacchaeus he just sees them up in the tree sure. and calls them by name yeah i need to hang out with you today mm, and guy that's the, a guy on the fringe yeah right like that's what i want um and so my favorite part of ministry is just greeting students yeah i want to stay and stand at the door say welcome right. um learn their names that's what i get really excited about that's cool um so your question a long time ago yeah. was what I would want to teach like a seminar on. I yeah. think it's about connecting because we all have a role in that, whether your kids are super plugged in or on the yeah. fringe, like 
those kids that are super plugged in, I want to give them a heart and yeah. passion for outreach, right? Like mm. um, we're doing Alpha Youth right now oh, cool. on Wednesday nights. I didn't know that. Yeah, that youth program. It is dynamite. Check wow. it out if you haven't, but or find a church that's doing it. Cool. Um, so great. Covers all these great topics, and it's all really, um, you know talking about the basics of the Bible and what is the Bible and do you yeah. think the Bible is important or whatever topic, but it's so good for any kid, right. anybody that just has questions. Um, but I'm really challenging my students. I'm saying you need to get out there into your school, mm. therefore go make disciples. Right, right, and for right. them, that might be just inviting someone to, totally. to something fun or to our youth group. Cool. Um, so I want to empower our students to do that. And I want to empower parents to right. empower their students to do that. Hmm. But for me, I, yeah, I want to help kids connect because totally. I think that's how I fell in love with Jesus is through right, yeah. the power of people pursuing me. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's so many ways. If your kid is on the fringe, let's talk. Let's figure out a way. We need to get them connected. Totally. It's not always easy. It's not a magic formula either. Right. But It takes time. It does. <laughs> and it, like in my situation, it didn't work out the way I, mm. maybe my parents hoped, but Right. God knew it was happening and yeah. it, I, I wouldn't have it any other way at yeah. this point. Right. Man. Thanks for sharing that. I didn't know, I didn't know that was part of your story, but how cool is it that God, God knew what he was doing and, yeah. and there was a purpose to even your pain that you were going through that he was going to use to bless others. Yeah. And no doubt it was painful. You know, you feel right. awkward and like you're in the wrong spot, but uh, yeah, but it is, it's really exciting. So I'm excited. Mm-hmm just that God does have master plan for, for yeah. each of us, even through the, the, the good times and the, right. the hard times. Totally. Okay. Last two questions. Yes, sir. Okay. Fun question. What, um, what is your uh, favorite part? I know you said greeting, but maybe favorite event that you love to do in junior high your ministry? Uh, there, there's several. I mean, I'm, I'm a theme person. So anytime okay. I get to like, come up with a really fun theme like summer themes i'm all about Mm -hmm. that and getting some sweet swag you know and like a look that is cool um that's something that's really fun yeah Uh, i'd say a really cool event we do it used to be called um back to school bash or and it's something like that but now we call it the half nighter Um, it's just (laughs) cool event and the idea is i'm too old for all nighters and kids get destructive so we don't (laughs) um but a half nighter um you know meet from like eight to midnight and just take over our church campus with inflatables and food and um, great music, fun flashing lights, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just such a fun event where students again, invite their friends and we get to share the gospel. Cool. Um, and my hope is that students get plugged in. That's like our big hype event. Yeah. Aside from that, I'd say like having coffee and playing cards with kids, <laughs> you know, like just the day to day, right? Like that's, that's really what I get excited about. But those events, definitely have their place. Yeah. Um, we want Jesus to be known in our community, um, in Orange County specifically. And, um, and I think that's a fun way to do it. You yeah. know, why totally. not? Yeah. Cool. All right. You've made it to the last question. Last Josh. question. Here we go. Uh, really just any last kind of two or three points of advice, uh, to our junior high parents as we close out. Oh man. First thing that came to my mind is just hang in there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not a parent. I don't have my own kids, but I, like you said, I have a lot of kids that I interact with right. and I know it's tough 
and I imagine it's tough to live <laughs> with your middle right. schoolers and your kids in general, but hang in there. God's given you this amazing opportunity to raise this young human being and mm-hmm. point them to, to God. Um, so hang in there. Like I know there's going to be rough seasons, yeah, but hang in there. Um, and then the other thing is I'd say, reach out for help. Uh, like you said, we're, the church is created to be like this community and right. we're in this together. You it's don't people, not a building. Yeah. And you don't need to do it alone. Like get in a group where you have support as a parent, like modeling great, you know, like having a life group mm-hmm. as an adult, I think is really helpful for you, but also mm-hmm. models the value of that for your student. Um, but I'm, you know, find people that are praying for you, find people that mm-hmm. will just be there to, you know, uh, hold up your arms when you're getting tired. That's yeah. a great story of Moses. He has two right, friends on right, the mountaintop yeah. and keeps his arms up. They're winning the battle, but when he lowers them, they start to lose. So yeah. two of his friends come alongside him and hold mm. up his arms. And that's such an amazing visual for me. Right, like right. I can't do this alone. I need people mm. in my life to help. So yeah, um, hang in there and get some support in your life. Sure. Yeah. And there are a lot of great churches out there. I mean, shout out to Calvary. Yeah. So if you live locally, come and check out Calvary Church in Santa Ana. But there's there, so many churches. Yeah, there's a lot of great churches that um, that that are great to get plugged into. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. and I just love that the whole community of, of Jesus coming together. Totally cool, awesome. Um, would you mind just praying us out and praying kind of just specifically for any junior higher parents listening? Um, that uh, yeah. To, uh, to encourage them. Let's do it. Thank you, Micah. Jesus, I just thank you for this opportunity to talk with my friend Micah. Um, I think I'm thankful for what you're doing in his life and this awesome podcast. Uh, Lord, middle school is a unique age, and I know for many people it's a season of struggle. So, Lord, I pray for these parents as they're raising their kids. I pray that you give them your words. I pray that you give them. Um, your support. Lord, I pray that you meet them where they're at, um, whether their kids are thriving or really struggling. I pray that you you just meet them where they're at. Mm. Um, Lord, I do specifically pray for kids and families that are maybe struggling, feel like they're on the fringe. I pray that you provide just amazing relationships, um, caring adults and great peers, just so these students know that they are loved um, by friends, by family, but especially loved by you, Jesus. Um, But Lord, just bless these families and uh, continue to do good work in their lives. In your name, I pray. Amen. Amen. And that was episode nine and we're feeling fine. Thank you to all our listeners out there. Need help finding some great local Orange County youth groups? Please check out the various links to some awesome churches in the show notes. Feel free to leave a five-star review if you like the interview. We are both on Apple Podcasts and Spotify for your listening pleasure. Hope you enjoyed your time with us, and we will see you in a couple weeks in the coming episode of Rad Dads.